bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey Ma, the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawn. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! Oh! And you know what that means? It means that the Varsity Radio Show is in the house. And we are so excited to have you. But there's something that makes the Varsity Radio Show so special, so significant. And that is the people in this room. And to my right, wearing an Albertville Aggie pullover he is one of the coolest guys I've ever met in my life. He just came back from Disney World. Happiest place on earth, uh, except for here on a Tuesday when he's here. So, uh, my good friend, the amazing Quentin Williams. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm officially a Jedi. and uh, so that's, <laughs> It's good to know that worked out for you. That worked out. Yeah. Right. Inducted there, helped save the resistance. So... Yes. Uh, yeah, it's all good. I figured you would get to live your dream down there. Did I drove the Millennium Falcon. I I saw you take pictures with it. Yep, for so sure. I drove it. Did great. Like probably the best driver it's ever had. I thought so. Like you practiced in your mind, like for yeah. days and days oh, yeah. and weeks and months. And I was totally ready for it. Your it's, whole life. Uh, it was a uh, life's complete now. Well, good. Yep. Good. Don't die on me. I'm not. Don't <laughs> also in the studio is the man that pushes the buttons. He slides the sliders. He does all the video and all the cool things that happen in this room. His name, Steven Spiegel. Everybody, how y'all doing today? Oh, I'm on a different camera today. It's a roving camera. I can move it around wherever I want Woo! it to go. Yeah. See the 360 of the whole studio. Oh, you're not watching the Facebook Live? You should totally be doing that because you could see me right now. And the guys. I turn What's it over up? There. Yeah, there they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got an amazing show lined up, guys. Yeah, we do, and we have uh, the privilege of he he was one of my former students in youth ministry, but now he is a uh, college basketball coach who is actually recruited from this area. Uh, and I figured, Quentin, we could ask him questions like, "What do they look for?" Yeah, in high school athletes and yeah. stuff like that. It also means if you have a former student doing that, it means you're getting old. Yes, thank you. You're That's welcome. Very kind of you. Way so, to bring him down to reality. Yeah, you know, and, and speaking of old, I turned 35 yesterday. Oh, my goodness. So I'm only five behind you. You're officially middle age. I'm something. Don't middle age me you like are. that. You hit me. You middle age. I'm going to go longer than that. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the hundred, you know, a hundred. Yeah. So, okay. In my mind, I'm yeah. thinking that. Sure. Maybe. I think thirty five for you is like what a good middle spot. Thanks. Quinn's just happy he made it to forty. I am. Yeah. He's trying to cut my life short, right? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we have an incredible show planned for you. We're super excited uh, for everybody on Facebook Live. Heather Shoop and uh, I think that's how you say it. Britt Burns in the house. Howell Beasley. Justin Leach, thanks for being with us. Hey, we're going to go to Meme of the Week, and I'm so excited about this. And I just, I've got some game plans for us right here today, Quint. So oh, I'm nice. going to let you go with this one because I saved this next one for you. This says, so. it's got a guy waving his car. It says, I was lonely until I glued a coffee cup onto my car, and now everybody waves at me. Right, That's right. Awesome. So if you're feeling lonely, we have a strategy for you. That's awesome. That would work, too. You know? Totally. You never look at the top of your car. You don't care. No. Okay, and this is for you. Oh, so man. I figured if uh, Audrey wanted to show you how much she loved you, mm. she could do this. Yeah, she could. And so, you know, instead of chocolates, I, I know how much you like tacos, and I was thinking of you. So. That's awesome. There you go. It's like a heart with tacos in the heart instead of candy. Yeah. That's amazing. And it's legit because it's got the radishes. You got the Haritos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that yeah. is a legit little get up right there. Yeah. I'm digging that. Yeah, I figured that would be your happy Valentine. So, anyway. You should have got me that. I should have. I should have. Why didn't you? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't get the idea until now. So. Missed, a, missed an opportunity. I know. Say. And this, this one cracks me up. Alabama's dealing with a tornado, right? <laughs> <laughs> the 300 the, the guys. guys. The Spartans. <laughs> but then uh, facing snow and sub-freezing temperatures. Run away! Monty Python! Run away! <laughs> Run away! <laughs> we are, that's weird how, like, we are so, like, we can face these tornadoes, right. and then it's like, what? It's gonna be 10 degrees? Go get all the milk. I Just know. go get it all. We I need know. It. All of it. And toilet paper and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. Why do people in crisis, like, they wig out about the toilet paper? What's yeah, it? yeah. You, yeah. need to, you need to do this one because I'm not in this world anymore. No, no, no. This is okay. So this is this is youth group and and uh, guys, if you this is a standing joke. How it, not how much can you bench press, but how many chairs can you carry? That's uh, that's the new standard to uh, impress girls in youth ministry. Okay, so, in youth group. So a uh, new girl shows up to the youth group. Dim boy, dim uh, dim youth group boys uh, wearing the K Love hoodie. You know, with twelve chairs on each side, right? So a total of twenty-four. He's a beast. Attached to a stick, looks like a curtain rod, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. doing the splits, showing off. <laughs> I like the off. beanie. Yeah, totally. So I think Quint could pull that. I'll wear a beanie one day if you want me to. No, I think you could pull that. Oh no, I can't. <laughs> you hadn't have broken your ankle, you'd maybe, be good. Maybe. So, yeah. Hey, we want to tell you about some uh, people who are special to the show. Uh, first, we want to tell you about uh, the glorious Char Burger. Home of the Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheese Steaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. Yeah, and also we got our sponsor, BNB Video Games in Albertville by Pizza Hut on 431. Uh, they got a great 80 star arcade. Uh, visited recently. It's a lot of fun. Tons of games in there. Uh, you can get lost in there for days. Yeah, and then we have Boaz Non-Cinema. The, we like to call it the Semi-Circle Theaters. Uh, there's not a bad seat in the house, and it is there in Boaz. That's the Boaz Non-Cinema. 
Hey, we're going to go to some music, and we will be back with FCA Moment of the Week. Hi, I'm Brindley Denny. And I'm Andrew Trammell. And we're from Alberville High School. School. And you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. It's a good day. Good day. My uh, headphones went out right as we started. Now they're back. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. Like, I was talking and then they have got a few years on them. I think I need to replace some of them. Well, we hadn't asked for pretty things in a while, you know. It's been a little while. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like you have to just space that out? The timing of nah, pretty things. Well, I just haven't asked for them. Yeah. I'm sure I'd get them if I just asked for them. Well, yeah. Uh, generally, yeah. Ask and you shall receive. Generally, right. yeah. Well, that's that's how good. it works, generally. Yeah. That's good. Well, when you're, we renovated the studio, he got the boards, the screens, the sound, all the stuff. Microphones. Microphones. Everything. Is that we how went, you got that truck? No. No. Okay, just checking. Just I got that truck last no. Monday. Oh, gosh. And that truck, man, I'm so happy with it. You should hear it when it cranks up. I bet. Oh, I just never great. saw you as a truck guy, it's a V8, so this is man. cool. It's got all-terrain tires on it. It's a it's a Dodge 1500 2014. Nice. Only so, had 83,000 miles on it. Nice. And I got a good deal. I want a truck. I just want a truck to be able to throw stuff in the back of. Right. Like, okay. you know, if I need okay. to, like, like yeah. move something on my property, exactly. I just want to be able to you're put gonna, it in there. You're going to trade the... What do we even call that car that's got 400,000 miles? No, I'm miles? not trading that. <laughs> we, have a, in the family. we have a special bond. Like that's gonna, I'm, that's Your my, first daughter's going to get that. Like, Dad! Uh, I mean, like, no, you don't understand. That Toyota Avalon is my ride till it dies car. So I'm going to ride it till ride it dies. Ride or die. Ride or die. That's great. That's so funny. So it was a win-win in my situation. My mom's minivan was messing up, and I just happened to drive a 2000 Honda Odyssey. A minivan. And it's reliable, and hers is not reliable. So now she has my van. Nice. So it was a win-win. She nice. got a she got a vehicle. I got a vehicle. It all worked out. That's awesome. What happened to the swagger wagon? Got to watch out to your family. You got to watch out for your family. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I was I was concerned about. The I was riding. I have a Honda Odyssey. Yeah. That's that's my wife's vehicle, and we were going to Disney in it. Yeah. And we got about I don't know an hour south of um, Atlanta, and a lot came on saying my charging station or something wasn't working right, and then my battery. So. On a Sunday, we're traveling on Sunday. I pull over to um, AutoZone. They come out and test it, and my alternator's going out. Oh, oh no. No. So they didn't have one. There's an old Riley's Cross Street. They had one. And, man, this town, it's called Forsyth. I don't know if you've ever been through Forsyth. I've heard of it. Um, Georgia. But it's weird because uh, everybody was super nice there. They're like, hey, we can probably find somebody that'll fix this for you today. This is on a Sunday. I'm like, okay. So they called this guy named Tony, big old dude, had a shop. I went over to his place, and in an hour and a half, he put it on. Wow. Yeah. But the weird thing was about Forsyth was they had a water tower there close to Tony's shop. Yeah. And it said Forsyth on it, but then in like a different lighter color, it had IA at the end of Forsyth. Like it was Forsythia. Oh, but they went by four. So I don't know what the weird history is there. Yeah. But you had an hour and a half and you didn't ask. I didn't. I just, <laughs> I don't know if I like went into like a All different right. dimension they went where out. it was, <laughs> it was All right. I'll just, uh, where see. it was for Scythia somewhere else. And I went into Forsyth, which was much for more Scythia. nicer. Like I'm telling you, everybody was super nice. The lady at AutoZone's like, Hey, if we can't find somebody to fix it for you, then uh, I can get you a hotel for the night. Like just like wow. weird, weirdly, Nice stuff. Like that the I did not super expect. nice. Yes. Like, like Mayberry. How, I mean, how do you, yeah, how do you expect? So that's why I think I hit like a dimensional rift going through there. 
you know, I, asked, I mean, at I, least it was a good one. I looked up on the maps, a restaurant to eat lunch at when we were waiting. Yeah. And there was a lot of them, and they all said they were open. But then when I asked Tony about it, he goes, no, they're closed on Sunday. All of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was like I went back in time, or I went back to Forsythia before it became Forsyth, or vice versa. Um, Becoming the mayor of Forsythia, the amazing Quentin. You know? <laughs> You know, it kind of reminds me of like one of those shows off of Sci-Fi. Like, uh, it totally ever, sounds like. Hey, Anna's watch, on there. Did you ever yeah. watch Haven? No, but no, like Alfred Hitchcock cock type things. What well, it felt like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I were got you. you. Look, were you a little scared? No, like the, literally the guy. So they didn't have it at AutoZone. He's like, hey, Anna. I like Anna. What's up? Hey. Hey. He didn't have it at AutoZone. He's like, let me call over to O'Reilly. They called. They have it. So I went over to O'Reilly to get it from that guy, and he's like. Oh man, it's kind of expensive. Let me give you a military discount. I'm like, I'm not in the military. He goes, I know, but I just want to give it to you. What? He gives me a discount. <laughs> I promise. He's wearing this. You're like, all right. He's wearing this necklace with a cross on it. He goes, it's just a lot. I want to get. It. He goes, if I wasn't on the clock, I'd just come out there and put it in myself for you. What? I'm like, is this real? Is this the you real know, world? So Anna, we found your future destination of where you should live. Okay, where? It's called Forsythia. Or Forsyth. We or don't Forsyth. know. Forsyth. We don't know. It's based on the water tower. It's very confusing. Yes. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing. <laughs> so. On my way back, I was like, you know what? I'm the gonna, nicest people in the whole on world. On my way back, I'm going to look for Forsyth and just remember and see. And I didn't even see it on the way back. No. I didn't. Were you, were you like li- really Yeah, looking? I was really looking for the exit. I've heard stories of people that were like blessed by somebody and they turned around and they were just gone. Like it was an angel in disguise. So, the whole town. So, so Anna. Like an angel. Q totally just went to a whole new dimension. (laughs) Like, we don't even know. Did you know these turn up this way? And then this way? I know, right? Are you losing your mind over there? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) He just went to Disney World, but he's impressed by an office chair. <laughs> no, you don't understand. Like For big boys, <laughs> oh man, this is I great. am a big boy. Rest, I do understand. This is great. These armrests are like They're amazing. Heaven. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm gonna go half and half right now. Hey, exactly. <laughs> you get room on one side. Yeah, you get yeah. an armrest on the other. Uh-huh. You know, you know. This is awesome. Yeah, he's gonna steal one, take it home. <laughs> they were five dollars. So give me five bucks, you can have one. So good. <laughs> Don't don't tempt it. I bet they're made in Forsyth. <laughs> for I mean, Forsythia, either for one. Exactly. <laughs> Anna, what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you? Yes, the hardest questions. Mm. How's that a hard question? Everybody has know. weird I... things happen to. She looks very confused in this moment. I I'm trying to think. You got a whole twenty five oh, seconds. Oh. Come on. So one time I was down in Arab. And hey, don't you judge my, my hometown. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. I love Arab. Okay. Arab's like my favorite place. But the weirdest thing. Okay, so my I was driving my mom's car at the time, and I had my wallet with me, and I'm cruising around Arab, you know, going down Swinging Bridge and all, like, the fun back roads and stuff. And then I get home. My wallet's completely gone. Like, I, I have no idea where it went. And so the next day I was supposed to get my military ID renewed and I could not find my wallet absolutely anywhere. So this was also like a cool God moment. So I was praying about it. It was like, God, like I kind of need my wallet. I got to get my ID renewed. And so I actually ended up going down to Gunnersville the next day and I get a phone call from my bank and they're like, Hey, someone found your bank card. And I was like, 
no way. And so I meet this lady up at her office. She had found my wallet. It's all like scraped on the side, like the leather's all torn up. And she's like, yeah, I thought you were abducted based on like the condition of your wallet. Like I thought someone had, you know, taken you into like the, the trade, you know, you know, um, yeah. what's it called? Human trafficking yes. stuff. And I was like, oh, well, like I'm here. <laughs> and so she found my wallet and then I got my military ID renewed. So that was a weird thing that nice. happened. Well, I'm glad you didn't get kidnapped. <laughs> I lost my a paycheck out my window one day, and didn't realize it until like three days later. And decided to just go walk the side of the road and found it. You found it? Yeah. Oh my god! Was it wet? Yeah, but I mean, that's, that still worked. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, I get, ended up. You have the coolest stuff my- happen to you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so cool. I ended up tearing up my paycheck because I thought my bank had accepted it. You know, like those online baking apps where you can just go ahead and yeah take the picture and stuff so i ripped it up ended up throwing it away and then it didn't go through so me and one of the other ladies at the office just sat here and taped <laughs> it all back together yes. and it ended up going through so that's great that's Legit. great I, one time i got somebody else's check that they had ripped up and changed the name on it to me and taped it back together and it went through for me wow that feels kind of I don't know how that feels. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I trust our online banking apps now. I don't know. I don't know what to think of what I just heard. Uh, you know what? I, I want to endorse what you did, but I don't know if it's wrong. Like, in my I, heart, didn't, I, don't... I didn't do that. Got about 18 seconds. More guys. than once. More than once. <laughs> More than once. Put us on a brief hold. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. And we have the privilege of having one of our favorites, Anna, with us. How are you, Anna? I'm doing great. How are y'all? You know, she is like ray of sunshine. Just doing She good. brightens my day every time she calls. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm yeah, wonderful. Nice. Quentin's back. He's back. from the magic whatever. You know? <laughs> it's called Disney World. <laughs> well, Disney World and... For Cynthia, Forsyth, whatever. Oh, yeah. So. If you're out there and never been to Forsyth slash Forsythia, Georgia, just, you know, I don't know, call in or something. I'd like Quint, to know about it. Quint never has again because kind of disappeared. That's a good story. So, anyway, but we're so glad to have Anna with us. And so, Anna, what's going on at Fellowship of Christian Athletes? So, we just started kicked off our online internship so the usual summer internship we have an online component component to that this year and so those videos were sent out to our interns for 2021 and we are so excited for what god has in store for us this summer and so we'll be promoting those camps and all that stuff coming up soon but right now in the moment next thursday we're having our fca fun night at top golf and all student leaders, coaches, principals, athletic directors, superintendents are invited to join us Thursday night, March 11th, from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, sodas will be provided, um, the game will be provided, and also desserts. And it's just going to be so much fun to be with other people from the Northeast Alabama area. And then we also have our Marshall North and South area huddles. They're now co-ed, and they're going to be on either Tuesday or Friday mornings. For Marshall South, it's Friday mornings at 645 at Sardis Baptist. And then Marshall North is on Tuesdays at 630 at Connect Church. So that's for all of our high school students, 9th through 12th grade. 
and it's just a lot of fun to get together with other people from the area and just start off your morning with some Chick-fil-A and some fellowship. I've never gone wrong eating Chick-fil-A. No. No. Oh, okay. So y'all had asked me a weird thing that happened to me. A weird thing that happened to me (laughs) is I went to Chick-fil-A like two weeks ago up in Hampton Cove and I got myself a salad because, you know, I'm trying to be healthy or whatever. And I pulled out the drive-thru. Good for me. Yeah, it's not really (laughs) working. But (laughs) so I go pull over where I'm going to go eat my salad, open up the bag. There's two knives in the bag. No fork. No fork. And from at Chick-fil-A, like Chick-fil-A is that one restaurant where you pull out of the driveway, you don't look in your bag because you know they got they got everything. Yeah. But yeah. they gave me two knives. That was just called that, that was called opportunity. There was some symbolism behind that that they no, just didn't give you a card. It's for a new or skill. She gets to learn a new skill there. Right. It's chopsticks with chopsticks. knives. Chopsticks. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah, they yeah. knew what they were doing. You, no. uh, you're judging Chick Fil A, but they that, there was there was a lesson. They were stretching you in that. I'm hoping you grow. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Chick Fil A thing. Yeah. 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 Doesn't Chick Fil A make, make us mistakes. all better? Yeah, I'm the accident. Yeah, I'm. I'm There's never, no accidents at Chick Fil A. No, everything's yeah. right. Everything is just how it's supposed to be. Why don't you ask her some funny questions, there? All right, please. here's your three questions for today. Are you ready? Okay. She's always ready. I'm so ready. Born ready. Born ready? Yeah. She. That look right there. I was. I was born ready. Right out of the womb, I was ready. See. Well, there you go. Okay. See. Nice. See? All right. So the first one. <laughs> go ahead. I'm just enjoying this. <laughs> Um, the first one is this question. Is it waffles or is it pancakes? Hmm. Some moral dilemma right here. Look at her face. She's like, oh, goodness. That's a hard one. It is a hard one. Honestly, I'm going to have to go with waffles. Correct with answer. peanut butter. Good. Well, you don't with have to add butter. Did you say add peanut butter? With peanut butter. On waffles. Yeah, that's a yes. good thing. All right. I, I got a buddy who does peanut butter and caro, and caro syrup on it. I've uh, done it. I've done peanut butter but on my pancakes. Waffles are the superior. Uh, waffles are superior. So that's, that's They're more correct. fun. Now, the second question. If you're about to plant your garden, garden season's right around the corner. Uh, what is the first vegetable that you make sure you plant in your garden? Carrots. No, no. It's cucum- that's cucumbers. The, that's the cucumbers. incorrect answer. Cucumbers oh. are the first one you make sure you plant. Minus two hundred points. Yep. Minus- <laughs> it's okay. Last question. Yeah, Last, question. Yeah. Last, question. <laughs> Last question. If you're roller skating and you decide you you're one of those people who want to show out about your roller skating skills, there's a progression you go through. What is the first thing you do to let everybody else out there know that you've got more skills than them? You skate backwards. That's it. That's correct. Oh! You do that first. That's the that's the slow oh! movie, and you're just skating, and you just turn around wow. and give them a little little backward skating action, let them know that you're something different. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I mean, you. you missed the second one, but you got two of them. Yeah, so, two out of three. Yeah, two out of three. That's good. Yeah. So, Anna, we're... I almost said tomatoes, but I know tomatoes are a fruit, so I thought it was a trick question, the second one. Well, see, I would have said tomatoes, so. You'd have been wrong. I know. I know. All right, we are so glad that you called in, Anna. You are fantastic, just like Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and we hope you have a wonderful day. Y'all, too. Thank y'all so much. Thank mm-hmm. you. Bye. Bye. There's some things that I don't like to talk about. 
She is so fun. She is great. She really is. We have had a large group of people jump on. Chris Beck, Holly Webb, Mike and Faye Franklin, Linda Hollis, Greg Glasscock. There he is. There's our sports We need to ask analyst. Greg about those five Red Devils. Man, they're legit. Yeah. Thank you, Frank. We're really, really legit. Happy birthday. Thank yeah, I don't you. know this. I mean, I know that they're going to the finals. Mm-hmm. They won state in football, right? I think they have five one state in football. And so then if they win this. What are you? What is in the water over at five? It's crazy. In <laughs> all the sports. So. It's like insane. Let, let us know if I'm right on that, Greg. I think I'm right. Like, it'd be crazy if they win both in the same season. It'd be what, amazing. Your boy Wes Kittle just jumped on. Hey, Wes. Um, so the other thing that was really interesting on my trip, there was Forsythia, Forsyth. And then I want to go there now. I went to a couple of places. I don't know if you guys have been to that you need to check out. Right. Are really awesome. Have you guys ever been to a restaurant called Cookout? Yes. No. This is my favorite restaurant. Okay. So it's a North Carolina chain. Yes. Right. Correct. It's a North Carolina chain. And I first went to it almost 10 years ago. Yeah. And I fell in love with it. And it's ridiculously Look, cheap. And you get so much that. food. Have you you've never been, Stephen, right? Can you look up the menu really quick? Could you look up cookout menu? I want the, You're talking about the sides? The tray, the tray. yeah. The what they consider sides. Yeah, look at the sides. Of, so here's the top. Here's what you usually order is this tray thing. Look at the choose two sides. This is what the sides are. Wow. Bacon wrap. Yeah. Cheese pots. Chicken nuggets. Chicken wrap. Corn dog. Hush puppies. Fries. Onion rings. Quesadilla. This saw or chili. This is a maybe somebody that knows about Forsyth. Let's call it. This is a dream. <laughs> this is a dream for me. Do you know about Forsyth, Georgia? Hello? 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 Oh, I was really Man, looking forward to goodness. messing with them. I want to see Forsyth. Oh, they're gone. But, they got mad at but it. But this is a big guy's dream. I know, but it, look at the... Did you get Did you get a milkshake? No, I didn't. So what this I, is I'll my, tell you what I got. I got the the uh, the regular burger... With the bacon wrap, which is a wrap yeah. with bacon. Yeah. And I get um, the chicken wrap generally. The cheese bites. And it was phenomenal. It, it is so wonderful. Good. And what, it's what like I, it's like it's off the backyard grill for real. Right, That's what so it good. tastes like. And and you probably paid like five fifty for everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that includes your drink. I just wish they wouldn't put the calories beside it. That's I know. Bad. I don't need that. We don't need that. That just makes me feel bad. That's hurtful. But it is a great place to I eat. I have some incredible news to tell you when we're not on the air. Okay. About such a thing. We're Coming, not on the air. We're just on Facebook Live. Can we not share with I our cannot, Facebook I cannot Live? share. Oh, wow. Because I was not given permission to. So. <laughs> wow. You just did that so, with the whole Facebook world. Sorry, no, guys. No, I'm sorry. <clears throat> but I will tell you there's one in Huntsville. A cookout? Yes. No, there's not. Yes. Sparkman Drive. Oh, I didn't know I that. I visited there. I knew there was one toward Birmingham. I didn't know there was one in Huntsville. Yep. So when it came, me and Sarah went on opening night because we were so excited. That was our fact. We went and ate there. We had one in our last city, and we went and ate there every Sunday night. Oh. Well, I'm going to guess you're saying one's coming closer, but we'll talk about that later. The answer to that is yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, but I won't say where, but yes. <laughs> so then the other place I went is there's a Bucky's in Georgia now. <laughs> I hear good things about Bucky's. If you guys have not been to Bucky's, I've not. Y'all, it's life changing. It's incredible. Cleanest bathrooms you'll ever find. 
I hear it's like a real experience. Like oh, people spend is. half the day at Bucky's. It is. It's Bucky's. Did you read that last song? Yeah, Bucky's that close to you. Wow, Bucky's <laughs> is amazing, and Bucky's has all these like they have a wall, like a complete wall that's probably the size of this back wall of the studio. Mm-hmm. That's just jerkies. <laughs> that nice. sounds like heaven, right? Hey, it's they like, just built one of those in Leeds, Alabama. They have a bakery. They have their own deli. One of the things they're famous for, like I don't know what you decide you want to be famous for, but this is a pretty good decision. They decide to be famous for brisket sandwiches. Mm. So they serve in-house brisket that they cut up, they smoke, they cut in up. In a gas station. In a gas station. But it's a massive gas station. Oh, my, it's so huge. It's so huge. Just like a Walmart gas station. I feel like you hit all the, like, world's largest peanut or the, you know, the world <laughs> biggest. But the Bucky's, man. Clothespin. They have this thing called Bucky Nuggets. I've heard of those. So you <laughs> ate there. Well, no, you you buy the food and take it back to your car. Okay. And okay. eat it. They have kaloshes. Have you guys ever had a kalosh? No. I have heard of them. They're it's so like good. a meat-filled sandwich, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like a it's like a roll, one of those awesome rolls yeah. with a sausage in the yes, middle. Yes, yeah. That sounds like hell. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> sounds like you had so many great experiences, even aside from... Even aside from Disney. Disney. Disney was just like, you know, cherry on top. I could have just <laughs> rode down there and rode back. <laughs> the only thing I'm really... Took out? The only thing I'm really scared about for my trip... Yeah. Is riding the toll roads in Florida right now. I'm afraid they're going to send me a bill for like seven hundred dollars <throat> because <laughs> on those toll roads, you yeah. don't think about the toll. I don't yeah. know what's going on with yeah. their toll roads. I looked up something online after I went down there the first time, and it was like we've made everything now where we're just sending you a bill because mm-hmm. I guess because you know COVID, they didn't want so much cash passing hands. But then I went when I was going back the other way, I saw places where you put change in. So I have not. I stopped at multiple places and put some money in these baskets, which had to be changed. You couldn't even put cash. And I have no idea. I got no idea if I paid my tolls or not. Oh, they, they snapped your license plate. They'll oh, get sure. with you if you yeah. owe them. Yeah, they're Do they not down. have the thing that goes up and down? And no. 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 None of that. You just drive right through. They it's want up to you. you. I think they want you they to want do it. They want you to do it. Yeah. They mm-hmm. want you to miss it. Yep. So they can send you a bill for $100. <laughs> it's this a game, man. This, it's a game. This is a corrupt business setup. Is it's what a game. They, can you pull up Foresight? I really want to see this place <laughs> and if it's real. Let's do it in about. Well, let's do it after Clutch. Okay? Yeah, let's go to Clutch. Cool. And now, today's Clutch moment. We're having a really good day, you know, learning about our good friend Quentin's adventures. You've it definitely made my day better. It was adventures. For sure. Uh, and so, but today, I want to I talk to you, Quentin. I think you're really good at answering this about does God really understand? Does God really get it? Because I, I think sometimes we go through some really, really, really hard struggles and we're like, there is no way, there is no way that God understands what I'm going through, right? Yeah. So let me ask you this. Have you ever gone through something in life and you wondered if anyone else had ha- ever been through it? Yeah, I mean. Like foresight. Yeah. <laughs> foresight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you go through moments of pain and you just realize has anybody ever hurt like this, you know? Like yeah. Emotional or whatever. And you go, I mean, because you know other people have went through it, but you wonder, how did they get through it? Why did they feel what I'm feeling? Have anybody ever felt this this bad? Or has anybody ever been so lonely? You know, you, you start wondering in that regard, am I alone? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think so many times in our lives, when we go through hard times, we begin to at least ask the question, 
internally. We may not say it out loud, but we think, what I just said, does God really know what I'm going through? Does he, he really get it? Like, I, I know some of it, we know he's, there's a God, we know, but does he really get it? Or not? And I love what Hebrews 4.15 says. And it says that this high priest of ours understands our weakness. It's talking about Jesus. For he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it the most. So I love this scripture because it's, it's pretty powerful. But Quentin, why is it important that we serve a God that's been tested like us? Well, I mean, you when we talk about having a, a personal relationship with God, when we have a God that's been tested like us, he has shown us the examples of how to make it through uh, struggles and situations, and it gives us this really personal connection to him where we, we realize, okay, this isn't just set of rules this is an example this is a person who cares about me and who walked a similar path and who dealt with some uh dealt with my same feelings and issues yeah 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 and i <clears throat> i think god desires us to prosper at least at the very least to help us through our storms and uh i think it's important you know uh if you look at when god was tested right so jesus gets baptized and then all of a sudden he goes to 40 days of fasting, which if you don't know what that means, he did not eat for 40 days. Nothing. You know, he drank only water. And in the midst of that, you know, we always talk about our struggles. The literal devil tested him, you know, three times in the midst of the storm, you know, in the midst of his hunger, in the midst of all this. And he, he passes, but he didn't go without the struggle bus, right? Yeah. And I think that's important. So why does God allow us to go through the hard times, Quentin? Well, I mean, there's a couple of reasons. I mean, number one, we're, I mean, it's, we're, let's be honest, we're in a broken world. Everything's just broken, so there's going to be hard times that come. Right. And um, and God could, I guess, pull us out of all those if he so desired, but he doesn't. And part of it's because he wants to help us get close to him. He wants us to be drawn closer to who he is to to lean on him more to 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 trust him more in the situations we're going through yeah and then also because when we've went through those things we then become uh companions for other people who find themselves in similar situations we able yeah. to walk with them and, and help them gain strength in the you know this this uh, cooperative human effort we're making trying to make through life especially as believers like if i've been through something and you're going through it yeah then man i get to I get to help you through that. And that's yeah. part of following Christ that's important is to help yeah. our brothers and sisters in Christ that go through things. Yeah. And this is why it's important for us to go to churches and stuff like that. We need each other. Yeah. You know, we need those communities. And so adversity, I said this, adversity draws us closer to God. So many people draw close to God only when things are tough. But I think adversity, you know, you'll hear really good coaches say this, you know, failures where we really learn, you know, the lesson. Nick Saban says this. He said, from winning, you don't learn much, but from losing, you learn a lot, mm. you know? And I think that with us, you know, the adversity creates something special in us. It creates perseverance. It sure. creates something, like you said. And this is my last question. I didn't want to go long on this. Thank you, Wes Kittle. He said, great topic. But 
Uh, what kind of things do we learn when we go through the hard times in our life? What kind of lessons? Man, we learn about our dependence on God, which is really important. It keeps us humble. We learn how much God loves us. Yeah. We learn that we're stronger than maybe we think thought we were at moments. Like we, we learn our own resilience, which yeah. helps us for whatever comes next in life. And I think any of those things, when you walk out, when you walk through and walk out the other side of it, in the moment, it can be tough and hurtful and painful. Yeah. But when you get through it on the other side, you come out a a more complete, more Christ-like person. Yeah. And so you come out better. I agree. Come out smarter, wiser, and and more resistant to, you know, the next battle. Yeah. You know, because don't we just go from one battle to the next? I mean, I'm just being honest. Our yeah. life's not perfect, and so... Uh, but thank God for that. And so, uh, so here we go. <laughs> well, okay, we are going to end this right now. Hey, we hope that you follow us over to the Facebook live portion of this. But I, I want to challenge you that God gets it. God understands what you're going through. He knows what you're going through. And I know you ask or wonder, can he really? But I'm going to answer yes, he really can. How's Willie Wonka been doing today? Good. He's got a new ride. I like it. Yeah. I like Walker's it. He's got a new ride. It's just a lot of stuff I've had to do today. Uh, um, we've been giving away a bunch of uh, gift cards. Yes. Full of gift cards for yes. the station. Giving yes. away some B&B video games, Boaz 9, getting all those things in the mail so they get out to the people. They can use them. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Is that an award over there, Stephen? Did you get a little No, it's award? not an award. The ABA, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, sent this out to everybody. Uh, just oh. saying, hey... We're here to support you. Here, I'll show you what I'm talking about on Facebook Live. I, I just thought Look you were. I knew you were special. It's flashy, I, though. It's really nice. I mean, I tell you what, we're gonna. Ha I'm gonna have to make you an award like I did when we played like <laughs> neighborhood <laughs> basketball, and I had an MVP award. Uh huh. Yeah. Kind of like Ricky when he brought in the uh, very what is it Genius at Work sign yes. on the window. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you do with that? It's still here. It's on okay. the back of that um, yeah. filing cabinet. You yeah. you don't like that title? Yeah, you know, I just. Uh, <laughs> I don't like to toot my own horn. I know right, I'm right. smart. I just but we tooted your horn. Yeah, we tooted your horn. But I feel like uh, if I put it back up, it's just too self-serving, and I shouldn't do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Matthew, we'll see you in the next few minutes. I see he's on Facebook. All right. He's on Facebook. we got three minutes yeah. before we hit there, so I'll be able to hit another song, and we will get him coming up. Yeah. It's going to be a good day. Forsyth? We not didn't find yet. out. I'm going to. We didn't know if it was real or not. Turn with computer audio. Yeah, Roderick Baldwin, what's up, man? How you doing? It's the brother of Alec, right? I don't know. Baldwin. Oh, Alec Baldwin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surely, surely it is. Roderick, give us an Watching interview with him. <laughs> Alec Baldwin, that was for real. I like some Alec Baldwin. Like, he voiced Boss Baby. Have you watched Boss yes. Baby? Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, I love. They're I coming love out Boss with the second one this year. So, on Netflix, they have an interactive Boss Baby episode deal. Yep. They've already know. come out with that, Steven. Not the second one. Yes. When? I'm pretty sure it's already The out. second movie? Yes. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Because I hear it's There's like Matthew. this month. So Maybe they haven't. Disney's got a new movie coming out, too. Yeah? This week, I think. No, is it on the streaming? Matthew! I don't know. Here. So, on Netflix, they have... Oh, oh the there I am. Boss Baby oh. Part 2. Yep. They've already know. come out with that. Steven? And Not there the you are. One. Yes. Wait. How are <laughs> and that's, that's the kind of stuff that happens in Forsyth. <laughs> <laughs> or Forsythia. <laughs> Matthew, can you hear us? 
Yes, sir. How's there he is. He kind of looks like an actor, like a movie star. Here, I'm going to tell you something about Matthew that you don't know. Matthew yeah. has a twin. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. are we really talking with Matthew? Or are we talking? No, with this twin, is Matthew right? Dakota. Are we sure? Is his twin. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. Yeah. I'm also a big cookout guy. I love that. That's uh, right. I was trying to tell him that we used to eat at the cookout all the time. All the time. All the, all the time. Do you have one over there in LaGrange? Uh, one is actually opening up in the next two months. Right. He's crying over yeah. there. He's a North Carolina native. So <laughs> So, what's your favorite thing to get at cookout? What's my favorite thing to get? Uh, I normally get the chicken tenders. And okay. then They're huge. Like, double Cajun Come and on, somebody. And they so. got like 32, and you can mix them. You so can apparently like I need to try the milkshake. Yes. Yeah. It's only like yes. 230. Do they have a Dr. Pepper milkshake? Do, well, they give you like, they got like 30 different things, and you can mix them. And, but so that's I'm sure. They're, they're up to like 50 now, actually. They got like 50 flavors. Yeah. I took, the, I took them so much that the manager started bringing me free food <laughs> <laughs> at some point. By the way, talking about. Restaurants and things, restaurants and things coming to town and stuff. Mm-hmm. Catfish Cabin just closed Shut up down. shop quick. Yeah, like like hey, we're gone at the end of this week, guys. Yep. Which makes me think only one thing. Somebody said we want your building. We're gonna give you a bunch of money. We want you out by this time. So who is that? I don't person? know. I don't know if that's the case or not. I tried reaching out to Dana and he never gave me a call back. Dana Price is the owner of Price Foods here in Gunnersville. Yeah. And when I was referred, I was trying to get an interview with somebody about Catfish Cabin and told me I need to contact the owner, which is Dana Price. I put in the message. I have not gotten a call back. So quick. I've tried Matthew, to find out. Matthew, we have a minute 30 and we'll yep. put you on the air. Because I'm just thinking if it wasn't about they getting paid a significant bunch of money to move quick, yeah. if I knew I was shutting down, I'd be like, hey guys, in the end of two months from now, I'm shutting down. Just you get as much business as you can for those two months, you know. But you know they were slammed the last three or four. They were. Oh, I know. They were. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So Matthew, what's your favorite restaurant in Lagrange? In Lagrange, uh, there's a place downtown called uh, Mir Soul. Mir Soul. Um, it's it's pretty fancy. It's, it's an Italian restaurant. It's really yeah. good. I called that Italian. Yeah, I love Italian food. So you're in Georgia right now. Have you been to Forsyth? I have not been to Forsyth, but I oh, am Forsythia. I've been I've been recruiting a couple of girls from there actually. See, it's a real place. Okay. Okay. It's a okay. real place. <laughs> is it Forsyth or Forsythia? I think it's Forsyth. Then why do they have an I and an A on their water tower? <laughs> Great question. Great question. I'm when you're there, a girl that. from West Forsyth and North Forsyth. Oh. <laughs> it's and a place. Had, listen, I look, I'm telling you, it's just the weirdest thing. Twenty seconds, guys. All Go right. On. They Here had a go. historic downtown, and it was a trailer park. <laughs> historic. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Do you call it historic? That's what it says. I'm doing what the sign says. Antique. No, it's a Stop. Six It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. All right, that sound lets you know that we have the amazing uh, Matthew Snyder. I had the privilege of being his youth pastor, and now he's a college basketball coach. Wow. And I thought it'd be really cool. Uh, we have so many girl basketball players on here, guy basketball, to get his perspective on what are they looking for and stuff like that. You know, oh, when yeah. Because he, I got the privilege of getting to, uh, me and Sarah got to go see him, my wife Sarah, a month ago. 
Uh, he was recruiting a girl at Boaz, and he said, "I'm going to be in Boaz. Is that close to you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm coming." <laughs> you know, that's awesome. But this is one of my favorite guys ever, Matthew Snyder. So, how you doing, man? Good, good. How about you? I'm so good. I'm so good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, he played high school basketball. Then he played. Tell him about your college career. Um, I was at the University of Mount Olive for uh, for three years, uh, playing basketball there. I'm not going to say I was a big-time player, but, I mean, I played for three years and had a great time, and now I'm moving on to uh, to coaching. So, Yeah. How's coaching going this year? It's good. It's different because of COVID. Um, our season got shortened. Uh, we start off the year, though, 8-0. Um, we're on a three-game losing streak right now, but we um, – so we're 8-3 and three going into the tournament starting tomorrow. We play Maryville College out of Tennessee – um, in the first round of the semifinals. Um, so we played them. We're hoping to win. Um, we've got, we got a good group of girls right now that have a lot of confidence going into the game. So um, me and Coach Jonas, Jason Jonas, actually he's from Boaz, Alabama. He's our head coach. He's first-year head coach here. Um, so we're hoping to turn this program around and hopefully win a championship this year. Nice. Eight and three is not a bad start. No. No, <laughs> it's not bad at all. We'll take it. <laughs> so, so how do ahead. you so Seth mentioned this how do you look at recruiting like when you're looking at athletes students you want to go after I mean what are you what are you looking for so our first thing really it, we're trying to build a championship culture here um, on the men's side he was he was on the men's side for seven years uh, as an assistant coach and he won three championships three but we want to put that over here to the women's side and put some banners up so we look for winners. Um, we're looking at high schools that have a winning culture themselves and, pe- and players that want to win games and know how to win games. Um, other than that, in order to, so we're a D3 school. In order to really get a good financial package, you have to have really good academics. So we're looking for people that have usually a 3.5 and above. If they're lower than that, then their academic package is going to be a little bit lower. It's going to be harder for them to come to school here just because of the price of the school and it's private. Um, so that and then just talent and effort. If, if you can play, but you can also show that you want to play hard and work hard, we can work with that and we can develop you into a better player going forward throughout your career. Yeah, I like the, I mean, effort is one of those things, man. You can't, you can't replace good effort. And I played D3 when I played football, so I get the – now, sometimes you think it's just about how good an athlete you are, but if you can be a good athlete and good in academics, you can have a lot of doors open for you that might not open for other people. For sure, for sure. So what was your most satisfying win this year? Most satisfying win? Either at Covenant, um, at Covenant College, because that was our first win there um, since 20, I think it was 2015. Um, or um, against Huntington College in Alabama. Um, we swept them this year, which was the first time that we had swept Huntington since, I think it was 2014. Wow. So it's, it's been a while since we've been a very successful school. So winning both of those games was, was huge for us. Wow. So what are some of the things you, you guys do to try to set up a winning culture there at, at LaGrange? So... Uh, a big thing for us is instilling confidence in our players. When we first got here, a lot of them, they just, 
they weren't confident in their jump shot or they weren't confident in the fact that if, if they took a shot and missed it, they thought they were going to come out of the game or they put their head down. So we instill say, hey, keep shooting the ball. Make sure that whatever you do, we had a positive attitude towards it. Um, just because we were first-year first, first year coaches coming in, they didn't really know us. We didn't really know them. And so instilling that positive attitude, instilling trust in our, in our athletes, saying, hey, if you mess up, cool, like next play, we're going to move on from it. If something happens, let's talk about it and let's understand why you did it and let's fix it. That way it doesn't happen again. But really a positive attitude and just a lot of trust with our players really going forward. So, What are some lessons that you learned in college that you pass on now as a coach? So they were really great lessons for you. Learning from your coach or your experience or whatever at Mount Olive, but you now pass it on to your uh, to your student athletes. Yeah, for sure. So um, really just putting effort towards your grades and also just putting effort in practice, all that stuff, you're going to get rewarded for it. If you're the hardest worker on off the court in your academics and you're also the hardest worker on the court, good things are going to happen to you. I mean, things are going to fall into place. Your, your shot's going to fall. Uh, you're going to get rewarded on defense. You're going to get more minutes just because you're a hard worker and the passion is there. Um, if you're getting more reps in all the time, it's going to make you a better player no matter what. And also in the classroom, um, if you're performing well, just know that especially the D3 or even D2 level, which I played at, the basketball is going to stop bouncing at some point. So your most important thing is getting the good grades and making connections outside of your school. That way, as soon as you graduate, you have a job. Yeah. And that's probably the most important thing for us um, as coaches. We want to make sure that when they graduate, they have the best degree possible, that they can find a job as soon as they can. That way they can make money and be successful with whatever they do. It's good. So what does, I mean, so there's a, there's a level up from working as a high school athlete to a college athlete. Could you talk about that a little bit about what's expected? I know we got a lot of high school athletes that listen to the show, but what's expected on that next level if people are trying to make it there? Yeah. So, I mean, are you starting, so in terms of, in terms of what exactly? In terms Sorry. of just, you know, we used to have one practice just during season, you know, and, and I think when you get to college level, it's a lot more just uh, demanded as far as physically. I mean, you talked about having to have a determination. You got to, you can't just kind of, a lot of people can just make it through high school and, and be on the team. But if you're going to try to do something in college, you've got to have a different level of commitment. So yes, what, kind yeah. of, what kind of things are going on with you guys that they would have to be committed to if they were going to the college? Yes. So, I mean, time management is key. I mean, you're, you're on your own when you get to college. Um, your, your parents aren't going to be there to make sure that you're getting your homework done or they're not going to be sitting there driving you to practice and all that stuff. You're responsible for everything that you do yourself, whether it's making sure that you're up at 6 a.m. to go to the weight session or getting up 6 a.m. for an early practice, then making sure you eat and then go to class from 8 all the way to 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Then you have another practice. After that, you're making sure that you get uh, you're, you're still getting your nutrients in throughout the day, eating right, getting your homework and stuff done. And then if you have time, go back and get another shooting session or something in late at night. Our, our gym is open from six, eight, 6 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock at night so that any of our athletes that want to come in and shoot and get extra reps in, they can do so. And that's one thing that I did a lot as a player 
I would find myself in the gym sometimes 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night just shooting, getting extra shots up. The security person would come in, turn the lights off while I was there. And I mean, that's the kind of extra step, stuff that you have to do in order to succeed at our level. If you're not doing that, if you're not putting effort, of course, time management in the classroom, we've already seen people that have, have failed because, and not on the team anymore, or on other teams that I, like, that I played on because they didn't get grades. They didn't get the grades right. They can be in here all day long shooting. They can be a great basketball player, but you got to be able to do both at the same time. Yeah. I think sometimes we think if you're, if you're, a great high school athlete, you think, oh, I'm go to college, next level, and be great too. But and maybe you didn't have to get as much effort in high school, but when you get to college, every player you play against is great. So you've yeah. got to do more than you've ever done to try to try to, to rise in the you know, to get a starting position or to make sure you're making an impact. It's just uh you can't just in high school a lot of people just rely on their talent, but when you go to college it's a whole other ball game. Yeah. 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 High school you might be the best player on your team, but we recruit the top two players on every team so we have the best high school player from every team that we look at and that's so you're you're playing you're against all the same competition that you were in in high school but it's higher level wow wow yeah this is good stuff yeah yeah (laughs) learning a lot here and so uh so between college and coaching what would you say um was was a incredibly memorable moment. Let, let's go college. What was one of the most memorable moments you had in college? And uh, just tell me about that. Just on your team. So, as a player. Yeah, as a player. Uh, my best career game, I had 42 points. Good night. <laughs> uh, I had 42 points. It was... I did uh, too on the video game. It was just awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a great moment. Actually, it was my senior year. And we we still lost, so it was kind of it was kind of bad to have my best career game and still lose. Um, but it was a great time. I sat there the whole game, just was hitting almost every shot I took, and felt good, felt great. Yeah. So, nobody, you- nobody could be mad at him at the end of that game. You didn't do your job. Yeah, shut your mouth. <laughs> how do you, as a coach, how do you um, how do you balance? And, and I guess. You know, we, we taught Seth who's a believer. How do you balance like just trying to help students get better at the game, but also help them get better in life? How do you do that? Yeah, so I mean, that's that's a big thing for us too. Um, and I mean, I can thank I can thank Seth a lot for this. Just I mean, my background of being with him as one of his youth students. He's too kind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he helped me a lot growing my faith when I was in high school and whatnot. I mean, same thing with college. I, I grew a lot in my faith with uh, being a part of FCA and all that stuff as a leader. Um, but, I mean, our big thing right now is we want you to be the best basketball player possible, but we also want to mold you into the best possible person. And that's that's starting with us as coaches, um, providing as, as role models for them. If, if we're not doing our, that ourselves – that we can't, ex- uh, we can't expect our players to do that. So we have to be the best role models possible for them um, in, in terms of our faith and in terms of um, how we talk to other people um, outside of just basketball. And so it gives them a good thing to look at in terms of that. Nice. So I think I saw it Sunday, I think. Sunday was either the 30th or 50th anniversary of when uh, – uh, the coach threw the chair out on the court. Uh, what's his name? Uh, 
Bob Knight. Yeah, when Bob Knight threw the, the chair out on the court, which is, you know, one of those memorable moments that everybody has in, in college basketball. Um, what is your go-to when you get upset? When, <laughs> I, want, I wanted him to when, go there. Thank when, you. When you like, are getting upset, <laughs> what's going on or what's your thing you usually do? So, luckily, um, I'm just the assistant coach this year, so I don't have all the spotlight on me. Um, I don't know. Usually, I, I jump up and down. I'm a very energetic guy. Um, <laughs> nice. I get, I get, I've gotten told almost every game this year that I had to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> only, only one coach can stand at a time, and it's supposed to, really it's supposed to be the head coach. Yeah. Um, but usually, I'll if something go, doesn't go our way, I'll usually turn, and I have like one certain player that I look at on the bench and we'll just make eye contact and it kind of helps me calm down but it's so funny we have the same look at each other it's, it's great <laughs> nice. okay we're gonna go down that path so when has a ref done you wrong this year tell us about that he's uh, talking about bog not throwing the thing when have the when has the ref messed up the call and, and how did you deal how did y'all deal with that so um, there's been a few times so um actually at Huntington, uh, we planted a game, and almost every call that they made was a charge. Mm. So every time we had a player drive down the middle of the court, drop into the lane, they called a charge. One occasion towards the end of the game, luckily we were winning, so we ended up winning the game. It was okay. One of our girls drove down the middle of the paint, and they called a blocking foul on her. So it was a foul on her. And... Um, I got that backwards. No, she tried to take a try, try to take a charge and then called a block on her. Yeah, and I was like, we, we were mad. We were like, you've called it a charge the entire game, but now you're calling it a block when it comes down to our player. So um, we got into the official a little bit. Um, our head coach did a little more than I did, but it was because <laughs> we were we were winning, so it was okay. It's okay. Isn't it an interesting dance that the coaches play with officials in basketball? I think it's one of the most interesting because. It's like you have to say enough for them to know that you see what's going on so that they'll give you calls, but you can't say too much to make them not like you and then give you worse calls. It's a really integral dance that the coaches and the officials play in basketball. It is. It is. and It's it's, it's funny to see sometimes. We had a guy, actually, uh, one of our last games, he gave us his whole resume after the game. He was like, I don't know. I don't know why you think I don't know what I'm doing out here. I played at Kent State um, from 83 to 87. It was it was hilarious. But <laughs> Things have changed, man. <laughs> I had something to say that slipped my head. So, slipped your head? Yeah, you go. You ask a question. You just slipped I had, your head. Yeah, I had something that slipped my mind. What is my a, mind. Uh, Seth did witness my one technical foul in high school. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, I was I always cheered for my high school guys, no matter what sport. I, I used to joke with them and say, "Go out there." I don't know if you remember, go out there and knock somebody out for yeah. me. Just knock them out, and then it's for you. <laughs> what'd you did. get? What'd you get a technical foul? Oh, I remember that. I, got for, I dove on the ground. I got called for a travel because I rolled on top of the ball, and um, I just I threw the ball back to the ref. I was like, "How's that a travel?" I remember that. Looked at me in the eyes and just. Lose whistle, team me up. I was sitting with his parents. 
the whole crowd started chanting my name. They thought it was funny. They Snyder, Snyder, Snyder. They did. Were that. you chanting too, Seth? Yes. Uh, yeah. I cheered for them whether they were wrong or not. I don't care. <laughs> I like that action. Uh, that's awesome. That was an awesome day. What I'm is, glad he brought that back. That was great. What is um, you going in the tournament? I mean, what's y'all's best? What's the best outlook for you guys look like this year? Yeah, so um, right now, so our, our best player right now, Tara McCahan, she's from she's from Washington State. Um, she's in the running probably to win player of the year of the conference. But um, we play, so we play Maryville tomorrow. It's a big game. We've lost to them twice so far this year. But it's a very it's a game that we're capable of winning. Um, it came down to a couple possessions, both games, where we turn the ball over a couple too many times. We just missed some shots. But if she has a big game, then it's, it's going to be really hard for us to lose. I feel that 100%. Then we play again Saturday um, for the championship against either Piedmont College or Brevard College. Um, so the winner of that will play against them for the championship. And after that, our season's done just because they canceled the Division Three NCAA tournament this year. Gotcha. So will they, if you win both those, will they say there's a champion in your division this year or – Yes, so we we would be the uh, the conference champ, okay. well, the, the division conference champ. Okay, gotcha. Uh, hey, just either way, either way, we're t- we're getting a ring, so I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> nice. Just because a lot of people are interested in your coach, uh, Alabama basketball is doing great this year. The guys' basketball yes. team they play Auburn tonight. What do you think? Roll Tide. What do you think <laughs> made, made Alabama so much more dynamic this year? Just you watching it as a coach. Yeah, so I, mean, I haven't watched a whole lot of their games. Um, but Nate, Nate Oates is their head coach, right? Yes. Okay. So I've watched Nate Oates for a few years now. I mean, he, he's a winner. He knows how to recruit guys. He knows how to recruit. Um, he was at Buffalo before, and yes. he, he got some good players there. And it's hard to recruit at a school like Buffalo. So, you know, when he gets uh, the same kind of recruiting concepts, moves over to a bigger school where you have a lot more money, you're gonna get you're gonna get some big time guys, and I, I, mean, I think she, I think he's a good overall coach. But when you get those players to buy into what you're doing, you have all that talent to buy into what you're doing as a coach. You're gonna win some games, and I mean, luckily, it's an off year for the SEC. The, the SEC's down a little bit this year, but he he found a way to make sure that his players bought into his system, and his players trust him as a coach, and that's why they're successful. Yeah, I'm sure, and that'll lead to a better recruiting season this next year. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be in a good spot for a few for a few years, and I'm I'm sure that he really likes his paycheck too. <laughs> he just got it raised. I mean, it's, three and a half million dollars. I'm sure you guys make similar money. You're both college coaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Matthew. One day. One day. <laughs> I told him I said the goals for you to get at Bama so you can start getting me tickets and then the so, I'm uh, not joking. But anyway, <laughs> so, okay, uh, losses. Uh, you talked about it. Maryville, it sounds like it's a bitter thing right there. Uh, what are some of the hardest losses you've had this year, and and what did your team learn from that? Yeah, so, I mean, our first loss this year was against Maryville, and we had uh, we were 8-0 going into the game. Um, we were actually number 16 in the nation, and they were number uh, 12 in the nation. So it was a, it was a big matchup. Yeah, and um, we played in back-to-back games. We played them. I think it was uh, Thursday, Saturday, um, and we came out. We were ready to play. We, we were playing hard, 
but we just missed a lot of shots. Yeah. Um, I think we went like 18 for 75 from the field. We put up a lot of shots, just, just they weren't falling that day. And I mean, there's days that are like that. I mean, even even Alabama will have days like that. Duke, yeah, it happened top. at Arkansas. <laughs> they have days where I mean, shots just don't fall. Yeah. Um, but it's not that our girls didn't play hard. Um, but the second time we played them, it was a little different. Um, we shot the ball a little better that game. Just we, I don't think we we did it, we didn't do enough to finish the game. We were there right on it, um, and I think we just I think our girls got tired. Yeah, and we fell we fell just short. Um, then our last game we played at Piedmont, and they're a solid program as well. They were also undefeated at the time, and it came down to um, we just couldn't put, make plays on the stretch. Our girls were worn out too. We had played seven games in twelve days. Wow, um, that's a that's a big stretch of games right there. Um, so they they weren't fresh at all, but. I do honestly. I believe that we have the most talented team in the conference going forward, and we've had a we've had a week off um, of just practices and getting prepared for these coming up games. So I think we'll be ready to go. I want to go watch the Grange. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I'm like in yeah. now. I just want to go see what's happening. Are y'all allowing fans at all or no? We're not allowing fans, which is which is not fun. But um, our gym is small, so if our girls are really loud on the bench. It echoes throughout the entire gym. It is great. Nice. Um, but all the games are live streamed um, oh. online. So go to our, go to our website and tune in. Seth, sure. we could have like a watch party. I mean, you could, you know, tune into it and like call each other and talk about it. That'd be awesome. We should. I mean, he was in your youth. If I, I do, know. if I do it and you don't, then I'm a better person than you. <laughs> Listening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely put it on the screen at the house while we're wrestling the kids. <laughs> <laughs> he got to meet my boys too. Nice, nice. Yeah. So uh, you have fun questions. Ask him something fun. You'd- oh, I don't know. <laughs> something fun. Um, I mean, I guess you know, coaching, especially Alabama. Hear about how it's so busy, so busy, so busy. What do you do that's not coaching? That's like you're just fun getaway, like hangout time. What do you do for yourself? I've gotten into golf a lot, so I've been down here. I mean, now I mean, it's winter time, so can't really do that um but when it starts warming up and the season's over i'm definitely gonna go out and play some golf and enjoy some time doing that um do you consider golf a sport what was that do you consider golf a sport yes (laughs) can't get the tiny little ball i just don't consider golf a sport i mean it takes a lot of mental and physical toughness to be so does checkers chess <laughs> there we but, go no checker doesn't provide any physical toughness you're not really you're just picking up and you're putting it down okay sorry so does hula hooping <laughs> there it is there it is we're waiting on a response <laughs> we're waiting on- <laughs> i'm gonna stick with my answer golf is a sport <laughs> this argument going on i've talked about this on my podcast before like i just don't get how golf's a sport okay 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 i live by golf course like behind not like my neighborhood was behind the golf course when i was growing up no so back in the day when i couldn't drive the golf cart i had to drag the bag okay for 18 holes you drag the bag for 18 holes 
You know who played? <laughs> that is literal exercise. No, no, yes, it is. No, then you know Terrible what? Terrible exercise. Then, then I'm an athlete when I carry my eight year old to the uh, Collinsville trade day. Because I track, I track Amen. her around. Yeah, I will give you that. Here's, what I'm, give you here's that. what I'm saying. Listen, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> when you look, you win. Golf, you got that. When, when one. you look at <laughs> a golf course, <laughs> okay. and you see people going yeah. like every day, like there's golf courses everywhere. Yeah. You see them playing. Yeah. You don't think, man, look at all those athletes out there. I think. Look at all those people ha- doing a leisurely activity to relax. Okay. <laughs> but if you see somebody playing basketball, you go, oh, if you're out there playing basketball, you go, oh, that person's an athlete. They're out there getting after it, you know? Yeah. And it takes a different form of athleticism. <laughs> <laughs> He's still coming. I like it. He's a fighter, too, by the way. <laughs> so. All right. I'm Taylor Smith. I'm Sadie Burns. We're the Boss Pirates. And you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. So I've got three daughters. You're a really great question. And <laughs> you, you know, coaching girls basketball. I've always coached my daughters. They come up through rec and basketball. And, back on uh, defense. Yeah. I, yeah. What I was going to ask is, how many times this season have you had to yell, get back on defense? That's that's one of my main things. Oh, my yeah, God. See? It, it continues. Does, it doesn't end? It continues. Uh, it continues. Continues. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I said that seven thousand times a game this year to my eight year old. It's not that like our girls are like just chilling on the other end of the court and not getting back. It's that I'm really energetic. I'm saying we need a big stop right here. Get back on defense. Let's go. Yeah, it's and a little different uh, than yours. Uh, I was, I was it's, a little, it's a little different, but it's hoping I change. I, like Quentin's kids randomly throwing the ball to to other teams. Yeah, to other yeah. teams and stuff. And I've, Eight-year-old, eight-year-old, eight-under basketball is uh, so fun, man. Yeah, well, it's it's something. <laughs> but also, here's the thing. You know, me have I have three daughters. I've coached this, like, so you're coaching. Is there ever moments where it's because you played guys basketball? Is coaching girls and and guys is it different? Do you have to handle any situations different, or is it pretty much the same? It's it's different. Okay. It's different. Yeah. Um, I I've found that. Girls respect you a, a little bit more. Um, well, that's and, nice, especially, especially in college basketball. I've had a lot of instances where I've seen that that guys sometimes don't want to be coached as much; they want to be critiqued. But all the girls that I've had this year, which I've been, we've been blessed with a great group of girls. If if you say something to them and you say, "Hey, can you like you need to probably fix this," or if you're demonstrating a drill. They're locked in there and they're listening to everything they say, everything that you say. Wow. So that's, that's one like plus that I, that I've found. Not every team is probably like that, but one, like that's what our girls have done this year. It's been that's, great. That's cool. I, if I could get my daughters to lock in to, to what I would like to say to them, <laughs> that would be a great thing. <laughs> well, Matthew, I can't thank you enough for being here with us. I know you're, he's about to go to practice to oh, get man, ready nice. for these, this last two games. Uh, so, but you know I love you. You know I, I'm a big fan. But man, you've done a phenomenal job. Yeah. I've enjoyed this. And Seth will prove his love by whether he watches you or not in these next you two are... games. <laughs> Listen to you. Tomorrow, tomorrow at four o'clock. Tomorrow four at four o'clock. o'clock. I'll even you text have, like, you. You don't text have like youth to tomorrow night or anything, do you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> He's always throwing me under the bus, Matthew. He's always. <laughs> All right, man. It's good to talk to you. Thank you so much, and I hope y'all have a great practice. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Talk to you later.
that was a great interview he has a lot of good insight that if you know people out there listen can put man students if you're out there work your grades your grades and time management that's such a big deal knowing like how much time to spend on grades and on getting better at whatever sport you're playing yeah he's a good kid man he comes from a good i say kid he's not a kid anymore it's it's man he's a man hey we had the greatest time uh we met him at Jack's in Boaz, and uh, we we got to sit down. You know this, you, Greg Forsyth. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I've got something I want to show you in a minute when we get back on the air. Uh, but just for me and you, you know, because I think, I think a lot of you, and I, I think you would do something like this. So uh, I think you at least deserve this. I'll say it in a minute. <laughs> uh, and so... <laughs> But he he comes from an incredible family. They're mm-hmm. just amazing, and uh, I got to be his youth pastor his whole high school. And uh, man, when you look back on that, like, just so proud of the people that you've gotten to pastor and be a yeah. part of their lives. That's yeah. just exciting because he's obviously doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. And uh, first year in, in coaching, I'm excited. And they're eight and three. Yeah. I'm excited for playing for uh, the championship. I, I'm proud of it's, him. It's a man. It's a cool thing. You know, I got to uh, when I was in Oregon. I got to work with a smaller school there and uh, some of their basketball folks. It's a really cool, there was a guy that showed up in the mission. When I was yeah. at the mission, and he was young. He was in his early twenties, and he was really tall and he was really athletic, and he was homeless. Yeah. And we got him into uh, Northwestern Christian there yeah and he played basketball for them which is yeah. like a really cool story we got that so i got to be I around know, that so i know northwestern yeah so seattle no 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 no. um oh, this is in one. eugene yes yeah, okay and uh so it was really cool just to watch that story but those communities man those schools that size um it's really awesome how they become families you know yeah it's really cool yeah and uh, that was i just really enjoyed that he I mean, like I'm, a, all, I'm obviously a big fan, but I enjoy he, – he was giving legit answers. Yeah, he seems like a great coach. I'd like to play for him. Well, I hope I hope he keeps moving up, yeah. you know, eventually. I, and I hope they create that championship culture that they're talking – it looks like they're going to. Yeah, so. they're on, on a good path for it. Exciting. Uh, maybe he could, like, start like a senior men's golf league. I could be an athlete again. <laughs> you just said it wasn't enough. Everybody wants to say it is. So I'll just go along with it. <laughs> you you said it wasn't a sport, so it it would be hard. Okay, mentally it's hard. Now that you got the golf cart, but a lot of things not, are mentally not hard. as not as stressful. Like, I mean, it's just I have this. I have such grief with this. Everybody's an athlete. We're all like athletes. Like okay, okay. Let's ask just, this. So what? What are what are not sports? Golf. And that's it? No, a lot of things are not sports. Like? Disc golf. Yeah, I would agree. That's not a not a sport. Throwing a Frisbee into a basket. I'm sorry, it's not a sport. I agree. I agree. I agree. I enjoy, I agree. Now, I enjoy disc golf. Yeah, you can enjoy it. Rick but, but it's not a sport. I like him. I, I think that sport means you have to have a certain level of, of, athleticism. of athleticism and you compete right. in, a, in, a, in a form that athleticism has to shine. So is NASCAR sport? No. Turn Whoa. left. Turn left. Turn left. Turn left. <laughs> it's true. not a sport. Get your tires changed. Get, get fueled up. Turn left. Keep turning left. 500 times. No. Yeah, it's not, not a sport. sport. No. Everybody watches that to see if anybody's going to wreck. That's the only reason why they watch it. Which is weird, I, by I the way. Agree. I know. It's kind of morbid. It is. Yeah. You think of people who like 
watch it just to take naps. My dad so, did. I, up. I watch golf. I know a lot naps. of people that did that, huh? <laughs> I watch golf to take naps. Yeah, which because it's not a sport. Because everybody who's doing the announcing is sounding so boring. Like this <laughs> golf clap. <laughs> I just think, man, watch let's him just... as he tees up on the ninth. No. It's just like boring. So, you know, look, soccer. You could probably get a good paying job making that little <laughs> voice you just did there. Steven. Actually, let me tell you how you'll know if it's a sport or not. Yes, if you can go do it right now, it's uh, not a sport. It's not a sport. Okay. What? Can, yeah. So, but I. If you can do. It. I'm talking to Seth specifically. Oh, okay. Right? Gotcha. So, like, if Man. you if you can go play a, a game of full court basketball at a level that really play, yeah, then, then I would I would say it's not a sport, but I don't think you can. I think you're right. No, I don't think I'll I give it to you. I don't I, think I can. I, can, I have a, whenever, okay, in the last five years when I play basketball, I have been winded. Yeah. Bad. Like, I just stay over at one but side. You know I, you know? But you know what I can do? What? I can go get my golf clubs out of my closet, and I can go hit that little ball around that place. You can. Yeah. I can do it right now. Like, I can leave right now, go but get like my golf well? clubs. Can you do it well? What's yeah, I mean, okay. good enough. Yeah, all right. You, I give it to you. <laughs> like, I wish you, Hacky Sack would have taken on. I wish it would have. Hacky Sack is not happened. a sport. I wish, <laughs> no, I, I wish it would have become more than it was because I used to enjoy playing that in high that, school. That was yeah. totally a trend. Stand around in a circle and just kick the Hacky Sack was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was probably after y'all. Y'all, I, they went yo-yos one year. Oh yeah, if y'all remember too. the yo-yo year? I feel like yo-yos are gonna have a year every now and then. It just it's, keeps coming back. Wes Kittle <laughs> says is Tiger Woods an athlete? No, he's not. Just makes millions of dollars. I mean, he's hitting a ball. In a hole. It is, he's like a, he's like the same way. Like uh, I don't know, like you know, um, Brad Pitt's an actor. Is dodgeball a sport? Dodgeball. <laughs> not. I mean, not really. It's a game. It's a game. Can we say the difference between games and sports or leisure activities and sports? Why do some sports have cheerleaders and some don't? That's That's a good question. That's a good question. At high school level, that's weird. But I do think cheerleading is a sport. Yes, really. (laughs) I do. Have you ever watched some of their routines? It's like cheerleading is almost gymnastics. We couldn't do it. Yeah, it's like a step back from gymnastics. Cheerleading is now just a little. Yeah, just a step up. Considering all the throwing and catching and maybe because that doesn't happen in gymnastics, right? It's usually just yourself that does that to your own self, right? Exactly. So my my first, but gymnastics stuff freaks me out. I don't know how people don't die doing that stuff. My speech class, I can't even watch it. Yeah, my speech class at Sneed. One of the girls got uh, went from Sneed and became a cheerleader at Alabama, and they and for like you had to do a speech in speech class, showing people how to do something. And she had one of the big muscular guys who also is going went to Alabama then. He, you know, I mean, he's got muscle popping out everywhere, and he throws her up with one hand, holds her like this, yeah. like flipping and turning it. Just that one hand, I'm like, what is happening here? That's I, an athlete. Steven, I don't care. Steven, I know you'll remember this. <laughs> yeah. Do you you remember? You might, Seth, the Olympics where that American girl had to go do that that cobble horse one more time when she had already hurt her knee. Mm. I don't. I think I do remember. But that. I used I to, I used to watch and gymnastics being like, and being like, oh my. It was, it's probably I can't believe you haven't seen that. You need I forget I her name. Have. I'll find it, but you need to look at it's one of the most incredible moments in sports I've ever watched. And I'm like, why is she doing this? I can't believe she's doing this. No, she can't do this. And then she does it and hits it. It's like Can you pull us on in fifty seconds? I'm gonna talk to him. I went crazy. Yep. Crazy on it. Uh 
Yeah, I want to see. Is it Carrie? Was it 96? Wasn't 96, was it? Might have been. That sounds about right. I would have been 16. Oh. You know, my wife is a, she was a gymnast. Really? She was like Sarah. Oh, yes. Yes. Carrie Stark. Yes. So she does this and she hurts her ankle. All right. And it's like, I hate the vault. It makes me so, it scares me anyway. So they're down. Like, she's got to figure out how to win. She has to go vault again after hurting her ankle. Boom. And look she how she lifts, looks like she lifts her leg up. We I can't air, count off again. Three, two, one. All right. And, uh, yeah, we just watched one of the most inspirational things ever from 96 Carrie Gymnastics. Strong. We were talking about what are sports, what's not. And I think, you know, I think this is a good point to go in this. Uh, and uh, I, I want to say to Quentin, Quentin, you have a life like very few people I know. You're just one of the most inspirational, fun guys. I'm not buttering you up. You just really are, like, how to much be money, around. How much money do you need to buy? I don't want anything. I, I am just being dead honest. <laughs> and so that? I say it like this because I saw this the other day, and I'm like, Quentin needs this. And it's basically a video. Please go on our Facebook Live at Varsity Radio Show, and uh, we're we're gonna show this there. Well, there you can see it. But this guy right there, it's like, what if average people had their own theme music, like their own like <laughs> what? What's it labeled? Their own uh, movie trail, whatever. Their own theme song. Yeah, their own theme song. So this nice. is what is. In your life, well, you won't so regret walking out cool. letting them get the best of you. When you want to succeed, brushing his teeth, here we go. Getting up. We won't go by in your life, you won't regret walking out letting them get the best of you. When they should have got to Quentin succeed, to do this. As bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. He's brushing his teeth, putting on his clothes. <laughs> make your bed. Yelling his bed, you make it. The coffee going. <laughs> He's just he marked off his list. Emails right there. Seeing five. <laughs> He's working at the. About drop the phone. Called it. <laughs> and I think you are the kind of person that deserves that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I have theme songs in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that when you walk around, you should be narrated. Your life <laughs> should be narrated, and they should put music to it like that. I would, I would love it. You know, uh, I used to like just wear my my headphones every yeah, minute and yeah. just play my own theme yeah. music sometimes in yeah. my own head I just love it you if anybody on this planet deserves that it's you they should have used you right there maybe next time yeah so hey Facebook I, I mean uh, <laughs> 88.5 I can't think straight or talk right uh, we are so glad that you're here with us hey come on over to our uh, Facebook Live at Varsity Radio Show. We're going to be hanging over there, and we'll be back to give away some stuff in a few minutes. Hey, we want to tell you about something amazing 
Me and Quentin both have been there. It's called B&B Video Games. B&B. 80 style arcade. It also has a local video game retail store, but 55 game systems, like old school, nostalgia, uh, in the back. It's just an unbelievable place, B&B Video Games. Yeah, in Boaz 9 Cinema, where you can go catch movies. I actually went there the other day with my kids. Did you? Uh, we had a great time. They were awesome there. Super nice, super friendly, and I uh, got refills close. on my drinks, so it's it's there. So Boaz non Cinema in Boaz. And there's nothing like that burger from Char Burger, the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheese Steaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. We love it, uh, and uh, you're very likely to love it too. So, Stephen. So do you guys have what's up, Facebook? Do you guys have? And mine changes as I say this. Mine changes throughout the years. No, no. No certain time, but yeah. different times. Do you have like what you consider um, like a family theme song? No, but I like that idea. I don't. I, I have one. A family theme song. Yeah, I, th- I thought maybe you guys could listen to it and just let me know what you think about it because it. I, th- I think it's pretty good. What song is it? Um, I'm, I'm looking up right here. It's um because I, I the one the version I have is um high women. Yes, yes, that is the one I I, I I like for my family. Here we go. So is, check check this out. Can we listen to it? Yeah, you can. Is, is clean? Is it yes. clean? Yeah. yeah, very good. After the ad, of course. Yeah, stupid. Seriously, ad. Ford. Seriously, Ford, you're selling enough. But I like having a theme song. I let my family listen to it, and I kind of say, and again, it's just I hear a song, and go, hey, this is kind of a song we can rally around right now, and it changes from time to time. But this is our current one right now. Here it goes. I can be a mountain when you're feeling valley low. I can be a street light showing you the way home. But you can hold my hand when you need to land. You like that? Yeah. I want my kids to know that. Like when you're struggling, they let go. Yeah. When you're feeling I can be your mountain for you. I like that. I can be a showing you the way home. I love the chorus. Love your I want a house with a crowded table. Yeah, that's cool. You can go back. I mean, anybody wants to go listen to the rest of you I can, but it. I just like like. The whole idea, and maybe this hit me. I heard this song in the middle of all this going on with COVID, and we've been so isolated. Yeah. And I'm just looking forward to the moment back where I want my home to be a place where people can come and feel comfortable and feel like they can just be there. Yeah. And feel loved and feel connected to and cared for and inspired. And I don't know, man. Like, I just, I just don't want to, I, I won't, I don't want, I think we do this really crazy thing. 
So and you guys can put me in my place here at any moment, okay? But I think we do this really crazy thing where we talk about once we have a wife and kids that that's our family and they're all that matters. Yeah. But it, and I get it, like they're super important. But it's crazy how Christ calls like our family is bigger than just that. Right. You know? Yeah. And um this world, man, so many people in our family, like our spiritual family, are just super struggling right now. Yeah. Yesterday was a tough day. I don't know if you guys heard about some of the stuff that was going on in Albertville, but no. there was a, a dentist who lost his life. There was a young 18-year-old, that Aniana, who lost his life. I just had a lot of just hard things that hit me first thing in the morning. And I'm just like, man, people just need to be able to connect and to, to love and to know someone cares about them. I agree. You know, but we can get so hyper-focused on our own little like our families can almost become our kingdoms, right? You know, yeah. And so anyway, I just, man, I just try to push against that. But in our culture, like I've lived here, I lived in Oregon. In our culture, in the Southern culture, like this idea of people live is crazy. You might, yes, may or may not agree with this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. People will put their kids before their husbands or wives. Yeah, and that's not okay. That's right. You know. It's not the way it's supposed to be. No, we're not supposed to. We we wonder why our generations are struggling. It's because we made our kids idols in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah, we've acted like the only thing that matters is how successful they are. Some pee wee, whatever they're doing, or some you know they have all the best clothes. So they feel like we've made them the center of our universe instead of Jesus being the center of our universe and loving people. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I just, I mean, I just I worry about that culturally for us as, as believers that we've created that, and then we wonder why. I was talking to somebody today, and we wonder why our kids are just like waiting for opportunity to drop in their lap. It's because we've we've done that for them their whole life. Yeah, you know, we've like made it like, hey, I'm up here. I'll give you everything you want. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I want to change that. I want like I had a. I'm really excited about Thursday. <clears throat> I invited three 11th grade girls. You've met a couple of them through Aggie Leadership. Yeah. I invited them to come to my house a couple weeks ago and meet my daughter, and then I invited them to do a Bible study. With my daughter, and I invited my daughter to invite whatever friend she wanted to come to Bible study. That's phenomenal. But just let them come, let them be, let them be part of the family, and let them experience something cool and different. I don't know. I just we got to figure out how to do things outside the box, yeah, and, and really spread the love of Christ in a way that we just can't expect people to get that on Sunday morning. Yeah, that has to be how we live out life every day. You know. That's yeah. Good. Sorry, I'll get I'll get off my soapbox. I apologize. It's a pretty good soapbox to be on. <laughs> Can you start freestyle? I'll do it in two minutes and 44 seconds. Oh, I was talking about him. Start freestyle? I'm just yeah. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what is freestyle again? If Stephen? I'm not here, just the questions. I said oh, yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. Um, I guess I should pull those up. I don't know, Stephen. I just, you know, it's like, hey, when am I supposed to come on and do that thing? Oh, um, Monday. This coming Monday? Yep. Okay. This coming Monday. Yes, sir. I'd be glad to have you. Yeah. What time again? It's going to be about 7.40. Okay. Go cool. around there. No, actually 7.30. Drive time devotion, 7.30. Gotcha. Yeah, so I'll hop on the uh, Zoom Zoom call. We'll do it on Zoom, and I'll get it going about five minutes beforehand. So okay. jump on then, and we'll do about a two-and-a-half-minute devotion, and have you pray, and tell me what, what all is going on at your church. doesn't matter what topic I do the devotion. doesn't matter. Okay. No. no. <clears throat> the majority of people who listen to us on Christian Radio are uh, female, 25 to 55. That's kind of our demo that for most Christian music anyway, so a uh, Christian radio. So it's just something that's relatable. Got it. Yeah. You can do that. 
Yes, sir. <clears throat> no, no, I just, uh, you know, it's so, I feel like this year has been a hard year for the church yeah. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just in the ways that we, we couldn't meet normally because of COVID, but in how we've, a lot of times it's like the church can take on a bunch of issues and try to defend a bunch of issues Yeah, that while ignoring a bunch of other issues. And I won't, I'm not going to go any further past that, but I just, you. you know, it just hurts people. I don't want people to quit hearing what we have to say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the church has an important message for the world. Mm-hmm. Like the most important message for the world. Right. Yeah. We're like squabbling about T-ball tournaments. <laughs> yeah dumb things <laughs> yeah uh, judge me i put my kid in t-ball <laughs> no it's good i mean i tell you i coach all right. my kids yeah you know? yeah but like even that like you know i know a lot of people coach I, the reason people say q why do you why do you coach it's like okay well, i want my kids to have a good coach i want to spend time with them yeah but also i'll never forget i was coaching one day and um i intentionally when i pick teams i'll try to pick kids that i feel like come from a rough background right i just yeah. do that you know, yeah. sometimes they're good athletes. A lot of times they're not. Um, but I love picking them because it gives me an opportunity to show them the love of Christ every time they're at practice. Yeah. I remember doing that one day and then going to sit in this one kid would always come with her grandparents. Grandparents would bring her. And I'm sitting down beside her granddad one day. And I'm like, hey, I'm really glad your, your, your granddaughter is on our team. And he goes, well, she's kind of like my daughter now. I go, oh, what's going on? And he goes, well, you know, you don't know this, but I really appreciate how you've taken care of her because she was abused, sexually abused at a very young age. Yeah. And she's had a very hard life, and she just got transferred into our care the last year. And the, this has been... The last one's the Facebook one. There's one under it. Yeah, so this has been very important for her. And I'm like, man, let's make let's make sports about that, about helping those kids. Like, yeah. you know, realizing that every opportunity is a chance to do something like that. You know? I love that. I love that. That's ah. right. You know, I... You, I think that gives us a lot of opportunities, and we just need to have our ears open for it. So, so often we look for that opportunity to be here at our church. When, yeah. When, and I've noticed this, just how God's used me personally, aside from ministry, just like uh, listening. People, people will pour out their pain in public. You know. Yeah. I'm talking about. Uh, you know, there's there's been times. One of my best stories. How long do we have? We've got 227. I'm not going to cut. So, Josiah was born my first son, and we were at the hospital. And there's nothing I can say, but this is a God moment. You'll understand in a minute. Because uh, Sarah had just decided to finally get the epidural. She was going to try to go natural. But then she decides to get the epidural, so they gave it to her. And so now she's finally relaxed, okay? And so I'm taking a break real quick because my family's downstairs. And uh, she wasn't bad at all. She was phenomenal. She handled it well, even before. Uh, But I just walked, just at this random moment, walk, get in the elevator, and there's a, a boy and his grandmother. And I do what I usually do. Hey, how you doing? How's it, you know? And he almost bust out crying, and she said, he's not doing good. You know, you're like foot-in-your-mouth moment. Like, <laughs> like not doing good. His dad just had some serious heart problems, everything. And he's a junior high kid. And uh, I feel God just nudging me, like, pray for him. And I, I, I'm talking to him for a minute. The elevator doors go out. I go around the corner. 
he comes out and says, hey man, can I pray for you? And he's like, yeah, I pray for him. I open my eyes, just tears coming down his face. And I make this little connection right here, which you say, we've got to listen. They didn't go to church. They weren't church people. I didn't even know them. But we've got to be able to allow God to use us. I do that with my neighbors at at home. But in in that moment, I realized, what if I was five five seconds later? Or what if I was five seconds earlier? I wouldn't have been in that elevator with yeah. them, and God set that up. There's no other way I can explain and it. And there's all the country. Have y'all seen that movie, We Bought a Zoo? Yes. yes. One of my yeah. favorite movies. Yeah. That moment where he says, all it takes is, what, seven seconds of courage? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think then that's, that should be applicable to faith. It should you want, be. You want to know how you can, like, impact the world? Have seven seconds of courage to just Listen just to the pain in. and do something about have it. Have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. Engage. I agree. It you know? translates even to radio because they always say you only have seven seconds to catch somebody's attention. Wow. Something about that seven seconds. Yeah. Pretty yeah. important. Twelve seconds and let's do some free good style. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. And that sound lets you know that it's time that we ask you questions. Give away two tickets to the Boaz Non Cinema 2 to any movie you want to go to. It's a great place. Oh, it man. really is. And uh, what better place than to get to go there for free? For free. We went and saw the new Groods movie recently. Was it good? It was really good. So good. Okay. Croods, Groods, Croods, Croods. Crudes. Crudes, yeah. Yeah. A yeah. new age. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Really and, good. And yeah. so our first question is going with our good friend uh, Q and his experience. So uh, I'm going to go off of this one. So all, all you got to do is you got to call in. You got to answer the question. You answer the first one. We'll give you two more. We will help you through this moment. You want to do this. I promise. Because two tickets to Boaz non-cinema. You, can, you can't beat that. So no, no. first question. In accordance with cues last week, in which ocean is the Bermuda Triangle located? Because Forsyth obviously feels like the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> uh, in which ocean is the Bermuda Triangle located? Give us a call. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256 505 0885. All right, who do we have on the phone? This is uh, Freddie Vera. Freddie, say your last name again. Vera. What's up, Freddie? How you doing, man? Oh, fellas. It's going good, man. You doing all right? I'm I'm blessed. Awesome, man. Man, awesome. we're so glad you called in. So tell me, Freddie, do you know the answer to which ocean the Bermuda Triangle is located in? Ooh, I'm. I'm I'm going to go with the, I didn't even think I was going to get through, but. <laughs> uh, it's the closest one to us. Very close. That's the Atlantic. That's right. Yes. Good job, Freddie. You got it. And I did, this is, this is in honor of our good friend to my right, uh, Quentin. Where is, where in Florida is Disney World located? What city is Disney World located in? I don't know. I think I lived there for like five years, but I'm going to say Orlando. Yes, sir. You lived there, Freddie? Yeah, I was there. Did you go to Disney? Yeah. 
Did you go to Disney? Yeah, I've been to Disney a couple times. Oh, nice. yeah. Grace, nice. happiest place on earth. All right, question number three. I got act like a kid. I love to go. Oh, me yeah, too, man. Like me too. How many hearts does an octopus have? <laughs> Just guess. We got you. What'd you say? One? It's more than one. A little bit more than one. More than one, but less than what? Less than five. <laughs> How about four? It's close. Less, less than four. Really close. That's three. Yes! yes! Good job, Freddie. you're the man. Awesome. You're the man, Freddie. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for playing freestyle with us. We are so glad you listened to the show today. Hey, if you'll stay on the line, our producer will tell you how you're going to be getting those two tickets to Boaz Non Cinema. All right. Thank you, guys. God bless you, guys. God, God bless, bless you, Freddy. man. Good work. <laughs> yeah, I was getting it. Yeah, that's good. That's good I stuff. like Freddie. Yeah. All right. Freddie's a cool guy. Freddie did good. He did good. Get those questions. I lived in Orlando you, for five years. Why do you think it. about? Why do you think about? I love uh, Freddie. Why do you think about an octopus? Okay. I just I looked <laughs> up random questions. You found an octopus had three hearts. Yes. Did you know that? I did not oh, know that. See, that's the hardest question I've asked in a long time. What's it do with three hearts? I have no idea. You didn't like research that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I tried. <laughs> So it's, a, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Now, for the rest yeah. of your life, you know that an octopus has three, three hearts. hearts. Okay. And, what, well, you and a cow has how many stomachs? Four. Two? Three? Four. four? Wow. Maybe three. I just didn't want to say three when it was <laughs> I don't four. Because that was three. Yeah. I enjoyed that. He did good. Thoroughly. Yeah. He didn't think he going to get in. And he got in. I know. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, you never know. You never know out there. You may get in if you call. You may get in. You should. You should but always call. Try to squeeze in. It's worth it, and that's a fun game because you generally win that game because it's fun. I haven't had anybody lose since I've been here. I know. It's odd. <laughs> <laughs> that's really weird. It's very entertaining. Because <laughs> <laughs> all you do is win, win, win here at the Varsity Radio Show. No matter what. <laughs> No matter what you do, I think I should share my that video. The yeah, video you should share. You that. think I should? Yeah, that was yeah, funny. It was pretty funny. Which one? The one I, I put on the Varsity um, yeah. Messenger. Remember the TikTok video? The Southern. Oh yes, it's yes, hilarious. yes. Let please. me find it real quick and please I'll play share it. that. Yeah, that was enjoyable. Here we go. There it is. Get it queued up. Broad joy. All right, me. Scares, yeah, just... scares me how good he is at that. <laughs> I wouldn't right. expect it with a remote show. No. I know, right? He doesn't look right, like I'm the gonna... guy that would pull that off. But he does. All right, let me get this thing queued up. And boom. This is a southern mom yelling DMX lyrics at her kids. That walk. Y'all that... gonna make me lose my mind up in here. Up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. Up in here. <laughs> up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool up in here. Come on. Up in here. Y'all gonna make me lose my cool up in here. Up wow. in here. Now let's go. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's good. Wow. That's great. So good. I miss, I mean, I, that's, that's like some old DMX right there. Mm hmm. Yeah. I used to wow. listen to some of that. You ever listened to DMX very much, did you? No. 
I'm sorry. No, I mean, I for it. me, it was just that one song. I mean, yeah. just, I've heard that one. Lose my mind. I've heard that one. Well, it's been using a lot of things. <laughs> yes, it has. Yeah, it has. That's a good one. He's probably still making money off that. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Those royalties keep coming uh-huh. in. Yeah. That's like that insane in the membrane. Like that's, <laughs> You hear that everywhere? Yeah. Anything that has to do with y'all, you're losing your mind that's kind of catchy, mm-hmm. somebody's going to use that somewhere. Because we're all losing our minds. You know, I just wish I was the guy that was the original patenter of whatever, the happy birthday song. I would be so rich. What do you mean? It's the most sang song. Yeah, but it's, it's in probably... In the world. No, it's... it's what's public it? domain Yeah, it's right public now? domain. Okay. Yeah. You'd be done. Somebody it. had to have come up with it. Yeah. And if they had registered it and kept re-registering it, kept re-licensing it, they could probably still make bunches of money. But how can you bring a lawsuit against anybody who sings your song without your approval? You know? Yeah, I think they had to be making profit off of it without yeah. your approval. Uh-huh. Like, they had to be, like, selling tickets. Like, it'd be like, if I was singing you Happy Birthday and selling tickets to me singing you Happy Birthday. I got you. Then they could bring, yeah. you know. Your recorded charging. performance. Right. I deal with that all the time, with streaming for the radio station. Mm-hmm. And then for FM, like, actual broadcasting the, the songs. We get silenced at church sometimes if we have some kind of music. Oh, yeah. That, we do, too. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we don't get silenced for having your theme song on. <laughs> I was thinking about that right. when I was playing it. Yeah. You know? I can always dispute it and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. We only we use it on Facebook though, only get silenced for the time that's on. Yeah. And with our church stuff. Yeah. It's not like the whole thing. Never make the mistake of using something from Bethel in your service because they will not let you dispute it. They're like, No, you cannot use our music. Any of our music videos, nothing like that. Seth is notorious for using <laughs> music videos in <laughs> for his sermon. Call. Yes, I do, and I'm so sorry. I've actually I didn't this last time. I've had them just for the record on the uh, on the the board in there. I've had them give me my own feed so I can mute that when when that happens, so we don't get silenced. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just have the worship band play this? Song? I did the last time. See, that's, <laughs> that's what needs to happen. That one, because if we use a video, it's crazy. I that, didn't know that. Yeah. Why do you like? I mean, why did you choose use the video option? I usually choose something that goes with exactly what I want what i'm preaching and you and you procrastinate too long to give it to the worship band in time no to out. no <laughs> they don't always like okay i for instance i use the blessing by carrie Job. yeah you know that you know i don't know how long it's been out but they were gonna start doing it the week after i used it so they had never done it so i i just if you let them know that like three weeks or four weeks out they could have probably practiced see, i didn't know i was gonna use it three or four weeks out because I only get to preach in the main service once every two months. So, so you have how long to prepare for it? I don't. Well, that week I <laughs> that, that week I had one week. Yeah, I know. I had I know. one week. I know. I'm just getting. On, I was on, told that I'm getting on You're preaching this weekend. <laughs> you're preaching this weekend. Okay. Yeah. So no, no I didn't have three weeks. It happens. <laughs> it does happen for sure. <laughs> so it was like Monday. You're preaching. So. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there you go. Yeah, it happens, and that's when you talk to the worship person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I got you. That makes sense. So we'll let him off on that one. Sure. <laughs> I get that point. Okay. <laughs> one for you. Sir. Uh, yeah, I know. Hey, but last time I did use the worship team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and they did a really good job. Yeah, they always do. It's. And you see, with worship teams now, you have to make sure you have a CCLI license so that you can stream that music that's being performed from your stage at your church. Yeah. It's crazy. We have to pay that every year. It's not terribly expensive either. No. Roger, Roderick Baldwin asked us a question. He said, what do y'all think about North Dakota State's 39 winning streak that came to an end? Roderick? 
thing. You you brought up a stat like this last week. I had no idea about. Yeah, Ro- Roderick. Um, I didn't even know North Dakota won thirty nine in a row. But I didn't, I didn't know that. But I'm sad. I'm sad too. You know, you want those streaks to go and go and go. Yeah. But unfortunately, in this, this is what we've learned. Everybody falls eventually. Nobody can keep winning forever. You can't. Who'd they lose to? Southern Illinois. Ooh. Oh, it's a football loss. Was it football? Yep. Yes, a lot of the smaller schools moved, you know, to doing their, instead of doing fall football, right. they're doing the spring they're football. like Jacksonville State. Yep. And Sanford. Yep. Yep. So, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. 39 in football is a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is it's a lot. I mean, I, a in basketball, street. I was like, oh, that's a lot. But football, it's a lot. Well, I thought he was saying basketball, too. Yeah. And I was thinking, yeah. Wow. But that's varsity radio show nine. So five. Oh, he answered our question. Roderick answered oh, our question. Oh, good, good, good. All right. Very Correct, good. Roderick. Because the question was, and we're going to say it because we're about to go on, aren't we? Two minutes and Two 40 minutes. seconds. Okay, the question was. For for you, well, you know the answer now, uh, Quentin. But I'm looking for it on the stream here. Is how many planets? How many planets uh, are there in the solar system, including Pluto? That's nine. Well, you knew that now because he answered it. <laughs> but you did good. Would you have known that? Uh, yeah, I think I'd have to sit there saying there's a there used to be that old acronym. Mm-hmm. What was it? I'd have to um, pull it back out of my head because anytime I go there, my I'd... very excellent mother just served us noodles yeah. or nachos. Yeah, Mercury's volcanoes erupt mulberry jam sandwiches until noon. <laughs> very very elderly men just snooze under newspapers. My very efficient memory just summed up nine. My very easy method just speeds up names. My very expensive malum- malamute jumped ship up north. That's a large name. That's a to lot use. of these Malamute. Man. Yeah, these are mnemonics. Malamute. Did you see? Speaking of everything science, Bill Nye is going to be getting his own show back. Oh, nice. Bill. Sure no, the science, science guy. Bill. Exactly. Bill. But this Bill. one is going to be a little bit different. It's. I, I was just looking at this earlier today. Let's see if I still have it up. Yeah. Here we go. So it's going to be called "The End Is Nigh," hosted by and, and executive produced by Bill Nye. Uh, the show actually comes from Seth MacFarlane. Okay. You know him. Yep. And uh, Brandon So it's going to be a funny show? Uh, I'm not sure. It sends Nye into the most epic global disasters imaginable, both natural and unnatural, and then demystifies them using science to show how we can survive, mitigate, and even prevent them. Nice. Wow. I've always liked Bill Nye. That could be fun. See, I liked Bill Nye, but I didn't like him near as much as the other guy. Remember the other guy? Who was the other guy? He was the... um, uh, Beekman's World. The guy they had the rat. Had the rat. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. World. I learned a trick there that I have wowed people with. You take two forks, two toothpicks, and a salt shaker, and you can balance those forks on the end of a toothpick and put the end of the the other end of the toothpick on top of the toothpick sticking in the salt shaker, so it balances out. And you can even spin it around. It's really cool. I had a whole kitchen staff from uh, I think it was Red Lobster come out and look at my trick. They were like, oh, "How did you do that? Thought it was magic." Awesome. Science. Beekman's world. Beekman's Science. world. Yeah, it's good stuff. Science. 18 seconds. Here I we guess. go. Let's do a horn, shall we? Yep. Let's do it. All right. That sound will let you know that the show is over and me and Quentin and Steven will no longer be living in the studio. But I like it here. It feels so good. It's nice and cool. It does feel quite nice. Mm-hmm, it really does. Uh, and we want to 
let you know where you can find us when we are not in this incredible studio that we love so very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram at varsity underscore radio underscore show. Find us on you can find us on Twitter at Varsity Radio 885. Of course, Facebook. If you're not already there, why not? It's at Varsity Radio Show. Yeah, Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We even stream. So, yeah, no excuse not to listen to the show. Yeah, you need to check it out and then check it out again and then share it and then like it. All those things. Yes. Yes. And uh, we, we will have many fun things to come in the future. We should do another one of those do it or do not. Donut. donut, 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 or do not. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> we ate a donut with spaghetti once. We that did. Was... Well, and it's you know, I look. Duncan's is open now, and Albertville. So you know, yeah, we gotta celebrate that a little bit. Something. Always, there's always go, a good time to celebrate should, donuts. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go buy some Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm gonna fill them random things, and have you guys eat them. <laughs> that is terrifying. Is this raspberry jelly? No, that's ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> or that's sriracha. Or, uh, that's blood sausage. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wow. Gosh. Hey, we are so glad that we got to be with you. And speaking of B, B&B video games, right there, 80 Style Arcade, local video game retail store, a fantastic place by Pizza Hut, and then there is the Thanks. Charburger. Thanks, Charburger sponsors. Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. 7, 7 p.m. with the wild famous uh, Wildcat Burger. Wild famous Wildcat wild Burger. Famous. Yeah, wild famous Wildcat wild Burger. Famous. With that wild Wildcat thing. sauce. It's all wild there. You mm-hmm. make my heart say, okay, Boaz Non Cinema. Boaz Non Cinema, the semi circle movie theater experience in Boaz, Alabama. That's the Boaz Non Cinema. Hey, we will see you back next week. Same varsity place, same varsity time. We have a special guest who's going to be here with us next week. It's going to be fun. Santa Claus. I wish. Yeah, I will I will get you a costume and you can bust up in here with it. The real one. Oh, <laughs> the real Santa Claus will be here. Uh, not promising that. Anyway, so, <laughs> hey, thank you for joining us another Tuesday, another 2.30 to 4.30 spot. We are so glad that we got to be with you today. See you later. Say goodbye to Facebook there and there. Bye, Facebook. Facebook. It's been a beautiful day in my neighborhood. <laughs> it's been a beautiful day to be my neighbor. <laughs> Thank you for being mine. Neighbor. Thank you for being mine. <laughs> Thanks for being my neighbor. That was beautiful. See you, Facebook. <laughs> That's it. That was awesome.